1: 8.15 on a beautiful Friday morning. It'll be a nice weekend, too. Highs a day in the mid to upper 50s. Tomorrow, highs of 60, plenty of sunshine. Then Sunday, really nice. Highs of 66 and sunshine all over as the preliminary weekend. I don't know. Mardi Gras, will talk with Arthur Hardy about that next half hour. Descends upon us. Jeff Nowak joins us now, WWL sports reporter, checking in from Mobile, the home of the Reese's Senior Bowl. Good morning, Jeff. How are you?
2: Good morning. Well, I do have to be honest. I am back in in New Orleans now. We go out for the practices the week of the Senior Bowl. It's where you get a lot of the information. You get to interview the players. You get to interview the coaches. But um, I am back now. Right, I'll be s- watching the game from my home.
1: Who'd you see? Who'd you interview? Who could help the Saints? Who's? What about local players? Jump in wherever you feel comfortable.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, you know, two guys who stood out that, you know, I don't know if I was expecting to be as impressive as I was was the two uh, Tulane kids, Tajay Spears and Dorian Williams, you know, it's tough to project. Obviously they play in the American athletic conference. They're not going against SEC teams every weekend. So it's always a question of how are they going to stack up against, you know, the Ohio States, the the LSUs. But, you know, they were, they were stars out there uh, for, for all the practices that I saw. And so, you know, I think their stock is just going to keep going up and up and up. And it's going to be interesting to see how they, how they land, you know, as far as LSU, I'm sorry, as far as the Saints are concerned, it's interesting because we started the week and you're talking about hmm, the, the number 40 pick, where can they, who can they possibly target at number 40? Well, now they have 29. Mm-hmm. And so it really opens up some of the options around the board. And so you could talk about quarterbacks. I'm not a huge fan of the six quarterbacks that were on the field. Who, who <laughs> but, are you know, they, Jeff? Who are they? The uh, quarterbacks. There's uh there's not a lot of household names, right? Mm. So you got Jaron Hall at uh, the BYU is interesting. Max Duggan will be the name most people know, that's TCU. But you know, these are all guys that are like fifth, sixth round project picks. Um, and it's not and if you're drafting a quarterback that late in the draft, you're not really trying to find your next starting quarterback. The guy who's more intriguing is Hendon Hooker, but he's still recovering from an ACL injury. He was there. He is interviewing with teams and that's important too. Um, but you still don't know enough, in my opinion, to really have an idea, and he's going to work out later in the offseason. So you know, I think the, the meat of this draft class in terms of who is at the senior bowl is, is not the quarterback position. It's going to be running backs. It's going to be wide receivers. Obviously, Tajay Spears, as I mentioned. is um, a running back out of Northwestern named Evan Hull, who I think is really intriguing. There's a kid Chase Brown out of Illinois. There, those are probably the three top running backs that I saw. And I think running back is a position I'd really like to see the Saints target in maybe the third, fourth, fifth round of this draft because it's a position that I think they've ignored a bit too much over the last few years. They haven't drafted a running back since Boston Scott in 2018, and they didn't even keep on the roster, right? He's in the Super Bowl. Right. They went four seasons in a row. I think it was 2015 through 2018. They drafted a running back in each four drafts. The only one who's still on the roster is Alan Kamara. It was obviously a good pick. The others were sixth round and two seventh rounders. So I think that's a position where you look at it now and you're like, man, Alvin Kamara is getting older and there is no young talent that they have drafted to, uh, to kind of back him up. So that's a position I'd like to see the Saints target, but you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of interesting names now that they can say, well, we have 29 and we have 40 because, you know, if there's a guy at 15 at 15 at 16 at 18 that they want to go up and get, they now have the ammunition to go do that. So. I'm interested to see how they handle that.
1: Give me a name of somebody up, further up that they would want to move up to get in a position, maybe, possibly.
2: It's tough. It's tough to say because we're still kind of early on in the process, and there's not necessarily a set order of where people are going to get drafted, right? Um, but there is a, you know, the offensive lineman out of Florida, Cyrus Lawrence. He might go a little earlier, but I think he's really intriguing. But I don't know how much you're going to spend to go up and get a a offensive lineman, interior offensive lineman, but he's a UL kid. He followed Billy Napier down to 40. He was really impressive. You know, if they want to target a quarterback, maybe Tanner McKee, you know, maybe a Will Will falls and they can pull the trigger there. But again, it's like there's so much time and there's so many scouting uh, events left that it's tough to say who's going to be in the mid round. Like, you know, who's going to be in the top 10 typically, you know, that's not going to change too much, but from like 11 to 29, that that's going to be, all over the place.
1: Um, Is Hendon Hooker going to be ready for the combine, Dino? He's supposed to be.
2: Um, It's it's obviously a question, and it's going to be something that I think really impacts his draft stock in terms of how much people can see, not because it's going to change his long-term potential in the NFL, but it's going to change teams' ability to kind of weigh what his Mm long-term (laughs) potential is in the NFL if you can't see him working out. But it does sound like he's going to be ready, and I think – whether whether he's able to put in the full workout or not, you're going to be able to see more from him. and You're going to at least be able to put him through some drills. Like, obviously, he wouldn't be able to get on the field and play a game. Mm-hmm. Um, but he will be able to kind of, you know, move around and show teams what he has, especially the arm talent. Because I think that's the bigger question for me is, what throws can he make and what can't he make? Uh, and you can't really you can't really see that until you put him in front of coaches and want to work with him.
1: You know, Mike Dettugger, he's Hendon Hooker crazy.
2: A lot of people are. A yeah. lot of people are. I'm not as sold. I'd, I'd like to see more from him. Um, but it's, his stock has somehow gone up since the injury, which is kind of fascinating That's, to me.
1: That is kind of strange. We'll take a break. More with Jeff Nowak when we come back. He spent some time at the Senior Bowl talking to players, and we'll talk about maybe some of the players that, I don't know if you spoke with Mickey Loomis or not, but who was out there with the Saints, Where were they seeing, Jeff Ireland. I know I heard a report, a report, uh, an interview with him. If you have any questions, 504-260-1870 about who's at the Senior Bowl or some players the Saints might be interested in, and I'll pass it along to Jeff when we come back. 821, traffic now, WWL. 825, Tommy Tucker, WWL, joined by Jeff Nowak, WWL sports reporter who's spent some time at the Senior Bowl evaluating players, doing some interviews, talking, I guess, some Saints officials. What feel did you get from the Saints? Uh, I guess, who did you talk to, Jeff Ireland?
2: Yeah, we talked to Jeff Ireland this week. Mickey, I know, was uh, dealing with some stuff elsewhere but we did get some good insight from Jeff Ireland. We also got to talk to Ronald Curry, he's the quarterback's coach, Talked to Declan Doyle. He's an offensive assistant. And we also talked to DJ Williams because this year, the senior bowl kind of changed up their coaching um, kind of tree, if you will. And they amalgamated their staff from across the NFL, rather than having just two teams send their entire staff. Um, so like the, the Saints got four coaches on the field to work more closely with players and for a team like the Saints that like to use the Senior Bowl um, to, to scout a lot of players, they've drafted 49 Senior Bowl players back, dating back to 2000. Huh. It's a really big advantage for them, I think, to just be able to get in the rooms. Because, you know, previously you're talking about, unless you are the, the team that's coaching, um, you only get 15 minutes with each player. It's, I think Jeff Ireland referred to it as basically speed dating, where you're, yes. you know, you're asking them questions, you're getting a little bit under the hood, and then you're, and then you're sending them off to the next team. Uh, like this year, you know, if they're le- really interested in that tight end, which I think is an intriguing position for them, but, you know, guys like Luke Musgrave, Dennis, uh, not Dennis Allen, Davis Allen, uh, you know, the, they have a coach who's sitting there with them the entire week who really has a much bigger picture. Jeff said that they actually gave him like a cheat sheet of like questions they want them to ask so that they can get the information and come back and report back. Um, so that's going to be interesting. And then obviously, you know, a lot of the questions we asked Jeff were about the Sean Payton trade they found you know a lot of the questions were whether they got um, they feel like they got the right compensation for him and i think at the end of the day for the saints that first round pick was was the target and they got it
1: so where where do you where do you start where do you see the saints beginning here uh, either with, with a factoring trades in or moving up or current players and and who's going to be there who's not going to be there to get us even close to what we saw Uh, during the playoffs, because it seems like we're we're not even close yet.
2: Well, you know, at the end of the day, you're going to go as far as your quarterback takes you, and it's just a fact of life in the NFL. And right now, I'm not sure the Saints have their next starting quarterback. So that's going to be the biggest question you ask. Now, at the Senior Bowl, you're not getting a look at a guy like Will Levis, who was, you know, he was invited. He declined his invitation. I think he's dealing with an injury. So you're not getting the answer to those questions there. But one way or another, that's going to be a question you have to answer. Is it, is there, are you bringing Andy Dalton back? Are you trying to swing a big a trade for a bigger name like Lamar Jackson are you, or a Derek Carr? If Derek Carr hits free agency, are you going after him? Um, so that's going to be the question you have to answer first. And then everything kind of falls into place after that. But I, I do need to brace Saints fans for the reality that, you know, at 29, one of the most attractive options on the board could be an interior lineman. And everyone freaks out every time the Saints draft a guard or even mm-hmm. gas a center at, at late in the first round. But that might end up being the best. Like like I said, Osiris Torrance is really an a really intriguing player and could be on the board at 29. And if he is, I think that'd be a fantastic get for the Saints. So I think to me, one of the things that really hamstrung this team over the last two seasons was offensive line injuries and the names you're trotting out there at offensive line you know when you're starting UDFAs that you know are, are quality players but are not starting caliber offensive line in week after week after week when you're starting back up left tackle and right tackle that makes it really difficult to win so I think this is going to be a draft where the Saints try to shore up some of those positions and I think that's going to help them get where they need to go.
1: And business-wise, if you're going to have depth, you're going to have to do it with rookie contracts, correct?
2: Yes, that, that of course, does help. And, you know, everyone gets upset when guys like Trey Hendrickson, Marcus Williams leave, but that's the consequence of being so successful in one draft, which is what happened in 2017. And so, yeah, that's it, it's kind of like the cheat code in the NFL mm-hmm. is when you can get a rookie quarterback who is successful, right? It's why Russell Wilson and the Seahawks were able to build a team that not only had a a great quarterback, but had an elite defense on the back end of it. Um, (laughs) It's going to be another question for the Saints to answer too. We haven't even talked about Chris Richard and Ryan Nielsen are both out of town. So you have to hire now three new defensive coaches, because I believe they're going to go for a full-time defensive coordinator and then hire a defensive line coach and a secondary coach. So that's also going to be a question because whoever you bring in at those positions, they're going to have major input in uh, whether you draft, you know, specific targets on defensive line, the secondary, and just kind of the overall defense. So, you know, there's there's a lot of moving parts this offseason. Last year, the buzzword was continuity. Mm -hmm. This year, you know, you're changing a lot. Uh, So it'll be interesting to see how they handle that.
1: Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate your time. I really do. Uh, Jeff Nowak, WWL sports reporter. We'll take a break. Come back, talk to Arthur Hardy, editor and publisher of the Mardi Gras Guide. A lot of stuff going on this weekend and behind the scenes as it relates to parades. Right now, it's time for WWL First News. For that, we go to Ian Ozan. (sighs)
3: Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com?